and a war veteran, but for some reason running in the Democratic Party from the more left-leaning wing of the party, they, she was really never taken that seriously. Tulsi Gabbard, right? Right. Uh <laughs> Who's a baby killer? This is my good friend I told you about. This is Forrest Gump. Forrest, this is Wesley. Wesley and I live together in Berkeley, and he's the president of the Berkeley chapter of SDS. Let me tell you something else. We are here to offer protection and help for all those who need our help. Hey, what's up everybody? It's your boy Israel here. Hope everybody's having a lovely Friday evening. So today I wanted to talk about the military, more specifically service members and their relationship to both political parties, both Republican, conservatives, and liberal left-leaning Democrats. So Tulsi Gabbard's campaign was really something new. I had never really seen anything like the Tulsi Gabbard campaign. She was a service member, a woman of color, and a war veteran. But for some reason, running in the Democratic Party from the more left-leaning wing of the party, they she was really never taken that seriously. Tulsi Gabbard, right? Right. Uh <laughs> and you would think that somebody with that kind of record would have been propelled to kind of the same limelight that an Elizabeth Warren or another character like that would have been, especially after taking out a character like Kamala Harris and re really being kind of a tough-leaning progressive which a lot of progressives in the left-leaning community were really kind of hungry for and didn't really see that in Bernie Sanders. So let's go ahead and get started, folks. I want to break this up into a couple pieces. So it's important to understand the data, and I know there's a lot of contentions on this issue about are service members more Democratic-leaning, more left-leaning, or are they more Republican and right-leaning? A lot of debate online, but if you really look at the data, there was a study done that Politico covered in an article that talked about how more liberal left-leaning folks had a big bias towards people like religion and a, and a bias test that they did, uh, religious people, Christians, uh, people of faith in general, and the military, service members, the police, all of that. They, they seem to be a bit more biased on that. So working off that kind of core element, it's important to start with history. So that's my first point that I want to lay out. So we're going to focus in on kind of the Vietnam War because arguably a lot of left-leaning folks still derive a lot of their politics and morality from that kind of flower child 60s and 70s politically active era. So during that time, a lot of people had a contention with the Vietnam War. It was a very controversial war. And as it usually happens, the country was kind of split on this with more liberal left-leaning folks represented by the Democratic Party at the time were seen as kind of the interveners, the people who wanted to stop and end this war quickly. And then you had people on the right wing, the more Republican Party, who really wanted to combat the uh, North Vietnamese, who really wanted to push the front line and wanted to expand the war and end it quickly and swiftly. So there's a lot I could bring up, but I think that the uh, Kent State University incident with the National Guard really cemented this disdain between both sides, both military service members, more right-leaning, more Republican folks, and more Democrats, left-leaning folks, the protester people. Um, there was deaths that happened. Uh, the protesters got shot and killed. So it's understandable why uh, a lot of progressives today, left-leaning folks, Democrats, have that still uh, unconscious bias, right? Because of all of the historical and treacherous paths that they've taken up until today. 
But to be fair, they really didn't do themselves any favors by really kind of being empathetic, sympathetic to the enemy at the time, not distinguishing in their rhetoric between the military industrial complex and the service members who serve their country loyally. Um, arguably, the left has really done this before, so it's not like they're foreign to it. They do this with Amazon as an example, with the working class, with the proletariats as they refer to them. They talk about how the working class is kind of submissive to this uh, capitalist system and they have to rely on these big businesses and they advocate for them to organize to unionize in the private sectors right so they're able to distinguish that but it seems like they throw a blanket over just the military With all these all these employed military personnel who are going to be coming well home. you know what these employed military personnel aren't doing anything economically productive anyway and I think service members realize this and they've soured to this, which is kind of a, a disadvantage because to my third and final point here, they tend to vote more often than regular citizens, right? They're more electorally active uh, than regular folks. So th this is a really interesting demographic and an important demographic to try to court. Now, the left also seems to think that they have their best interests at heart and the right wing seems to think that as well and the right wing doesn't go without blame because a lot of times they just capitulate or they'll pander to the military folks and they really don't care to educate them on the kind of broader military industrial complex um, exploitation really that these service members are experiencing with these endless regime change wars you don't see that much on the right so they have some blame there but the left wing going back to Tulsi Gabbard's campaign you have instances where you know she was being accused of being a closeted Republican asking uh, Tulsi this question at a campaign event in Iowa Congresswoman, yes. uh, do you consider yourself an anti-imperialist I consider myself a pro-American Everything that I'm saying, everything that I'm doing comes from a place of love for our country. Again, this is a woman of color. This is someone who had the guts to actually stand up to some of these more corporatist Democrats, but the left wing never embraced her, right? Um, they were very kind of disappointed in Bernie Sanders' tactics and his approach, but the left wing never really embraced her. And it, I think it has something to do with her service record. And I don't want to just, uh, you know, try to categorize the left wing as you know very anti-military like i said again they do make that moral call i'm angry towards the military industrial complex that funnels our troops into this deeply harmful system that kills them or wounds them for the purposes of profit for the very top and they have a lot of advantages there if they can just really market themselves well to this service member community and really do that same outreach they do with the working class the proletariats as they refer them to that's really what i what i wanted to drive home in this video right and Tulsi Gabbard is really just one example, and I think she made a lot of progress in trying to change people's minds, but I think the left wing just needs to do more introspection and say, hmm, yes, we do do this with working class, don't we? We do separate that kind of working man, working woman from the company itself and what it does. And I think unconsciously they do this, but I think that they do a bad job in the public eye and they do a bad job in PR and marketing. Anyways, let me know what you guys think though in the comment section below. I hope you enjoyed this video. Please consider subscribing if you follow news and politics. Smash that like button on there if you enjoyed the video. And I'll catch everybody in the next one. Peace out.